Hey there and welcome to the Virtual Cafe Studio for Coffee Combos about business finances. I'm your host Kerry Zarb and I am the Money Barista. Together with Kim White, we bring you the casual feel of topics about finances every week. Step inside the Virtual Cafe and discover how simple your business finances can be. What are we waiting for? Come on, let's go. It's coffee time. Welcome back to the Virtual Cafe, Kim. Hi, Carrie. Now, we've got um, a little bit of an interesting conversation today, wouldn't you say? I think so, Carrie. I have a really great question for you today. Fire away, Kim. I want to remind everybody we're in our new format where we're asking a question and Carrie's answering it, and then she's going to tie it into coffee as well. I don't want anyone to forget about both kinds of beans, money beans and coffee beans. Oh, Kim, you know I love all the beans. All the beans. Carrie, my question today is like pretty serious. I really want to know what your favorite thing about business finances is because this is something that when you don't understand them or you are, you know, not loving them, it can be something hard to find a favorite. But I know you have favorites and I would love to know what your favorite thing about business finances is. Well, Kim, it's such a tough question because there's so many pieces that I love. And if I had to really tap in and could only pick one, it's got to be spreadsheets, Kim. But I have to also add, it wasn't always. There was plenty of times in my younger years, there were so many attempts of looking at this grid and just going, what is this? I've got this, all these squares. I'll be honest and say I didn't know until someone showed me. Someone actually took the time to show me what you could do with a spreadsheet. And once I saw that first little demonstration, it was like being a kid in a candy store. Like, oh yeah, I want to play with that. Give me some of that. It was really exciting. And I still didn't have a clue. Right there and then looking at this beautiful machine that they had built with this spreadsheet. And they had multiples of them. I was sitting back going, oh, how do you get there? How do you get to the point where that works? It makes sense. What if I break it? Like all the fears were coming through with the excitement at the same time. What if I press the wrong button? Can you fix that? And I'm a classic person. When I started working on computers, Kim, I would break everything. Still to this day, I still break everything. If anyone out there wants something tested, you send it to Kerry. Guaranteed I will break it. I will find the bugs and then you'll have to fix it. I'm not that great with being careful, I guess. But at the same time, when you start to understand, I guess it's like a mechanic. They understand where all the parts go and how it all works together. And being able to, you know, spend so much time getting to this point with spreadsheets that I feel confident with them and can press the buttons and make mistakes and break it and fix it. Feels really good, Kim. It is. Okay, I got a little bit carried away. It's my favourite part. In 2022, I started sharing a special tool out to the universe that has since saved users over $116,000. I'm Kerry Zarb, the Money Barista, and I know what it feels like to find random charges on your bank or credit card statement. If you want to get in control of your recurring payments, then the Money Barista savings tool is the free step for you. I host a live tour of the savings tool every quarter, 
and it's completely free for you to attend and get this amazing tool. Come and hang out with me and others in the virtual cafe for your free demo so that you can find those nasty charges and start saving money. Head over to kerryzarp.com forward slash savings to register for the next live tour and while you're there, grab your free and private copy of the Money Barista Savings Tool so that you can get started on saving money today. I'm going to giggle and tell everyone listening, Carrie, this is why she is the spreadsheet queen because we giggle at her. She can be having, you know, just a regular conversation and the word spreadsheet come up and she lights up. I believe she was born to do a spreadsheet. But Carrie, for those of us who are maybe not born to do spreadsheets, <laughs> can you help us too? <laughs> Absolutely, that was me. I was looking at the grid going, what do I do with this? And I even had a book. I had the, remember those books that were for dummies, Excel for dummies? I had that book, Kim. Someone gave it to me and said, oh, here, take this. It'll all make sense. I sat there like a deer in headlights. I was like, this still doesn't make any sense. I'm looking at the grid. I'm looking at the book. I'm, I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. So I understand, Kim, because that was me. And it took a while. But you know what I found was the best thing for me, Kim? Someone actually taking the time to explain it, not just looking at this blank grid. Someone gave me a template. I just started with some basic data entry into a template so that I could start watching what happened because it had pre-populated calculations. I think it even had a couple of charts on it. So there was things moving as I was touching it that I would go, oh, okay, well, if I, it's not 2000 in that cell and it's only 200, what does that do? And you get curious and you get to see things start to work. Again, similar to the motor mechanic with the engine. And that gave me a glimmer of hope. Oh, maybe I can do this. Maybe, maybe I can start to understand the mechanics of a spreadsheet and once you kind of you know been hanging out in that space for a while it's a little bit contagious Kim it's like like us doing podcasts is contagious people love to write books is contagious some people out there love painting or gardening it, it can become contagious if you want it to you don't have to you can simply have a template and use it but if someone has given you that insight and that guidance and almost held your hand through the process, that's when it all comes together. That's when it starts to make sense. And knowing that you can break it and it can be fixed. It's just a template. It's okay. Okay, I'm going to have a follow-up question for this one because you get so excited about these and you have learned so much. You get them, but you're on a different level than a lot of us. And a lot of us are still trying to figure out, like, we don't even want to deal with our finances yet. We're still struggling. What does somebody do with your favorite, which is your spreadsheets? How does somebody get started from here to there? Because I appreciate you being transparent about you didn't always love them. But how do we, listening to you, get from where we are right now to that point? Because do we have to become masters of spreadsheet? Not at all. Not at all, Kim. And I love the follow-up question because I can literally see the cogs turning in someone's mind. If I take myself back to when I first was learning, 
learning, that's what was going on. It was like, what if I can't? What if I don't want to? I'm not sure about this. All those inhibitions and a little bit of anxiety and a little kind of yicky feeling in the stomach that we can get as well. You don't. You don't have to be a master. I would recommend that people look for templates that aren't overwhelming because when you start working on spreadsheets, the bigger the beast is, the more chance you're going to break it. The fancier it gets, the more things that can go wrong. It's like the old-fashioned washing machines. Remember, Kim? And, like, they only had a little motor and a pulley and, and not much else. They had mechanical dials versus these electric button-pressing, ding-donging things that we have these days. Far more can go wrong with your washing machine today. And the life cycle of a washing machine today is far shorter than the old-fashioned ones that we used to have. Similar concept with a spreadsheet. The more bells and whistles, the more problems you are likely to have. Yes, it looks pretty and it does all these fancy things, but if you're not confident and you're not sure, something can go wrong. So look for a template that's a little bit more basic and not to not give you what you need, but just to get you started. And you don't have to stay there. Have a bit of practice, have a bit of a play and get more comfortable before you touch something a little bit more advanced. We all have to wear the training wheels at the beginning, Kim. I did for a long time. I love it, Carrie. And knowing that you, who is now the master of spreadsheets and all the things, started out not knowing gives me hope, Carrie, that I might make it there someday to get my little spreadsheet training wheels off. <laughs> but, but for today, Carrie, I'm keeping those little training wheels on. Kim, it's a great idea and it's certainly nothing to be concerned about. We've all got to start somewhere. I started there. I was looking at the damn grid going, what? I just did, oh. It was so scary and I didn't understand it. And just to clarify, I'm certainly not a master of spreadsheets. I just enjoy them. I don't know everything about them. I'm, I'm not super fancy on all of the functions of a spreadsheet. But what I do know is... I feel comfortable with, but it's taken a long time, Kim. It wasn't somewhere I got overnight, so there's that as well. I love it, Carrie. Well, I have another question for you that's about a different kind of bean, Carrie. Your favorite in the money bean side is the spreadsheet. What is your favorite coffee on the coffee bean side? Well, Kim, a lot of people would actually be mistaken because I speak of my skinny lattes on a regular basis. But my all-time favourite, and we're slowly heading into the season here in Australia at the moment, Affogato is coming back on the menu in my virtual cafe because, Kim, there's something special. I don't often have a coffee late at night. Normally, my coffee quota stops at about 3 or 4 o'clock. But if you can resist having a coffee at three or four o'clock and just wait, just wait and maybe think about having coffee for dessert. And I'm talking, I have an early dinner. My dinner is at 4.30, 5 o'clock. Dessert normally filters in about 6, 6.30, 7 at the latest. And an affogato for dessert is absolutely perfect. Like it's just, oh, all the yummies and a little bit of extra caffeine. So if you're planning on going to bed early, don't have an affogato as dessert before an early, not gonna, well, maybe for you, but not for me. But Kim, there's something special about when you combine a shot of espresso with coffee ice cream. It is the best thing ever. So the way I make mine, Kim, is the espresso shot, 
over the coffee ice cream. So you put your coffee ice cream in your glass first, then you pour the shot, or in my case, Delilah's pouring the shot over the coffee ice cream. Then I put some milk as well, because otherwise you can't just rely on the ice cream. So it's almost combining the affogato with the latte with the dessert. It's all coming together. And if you want to get really fancy, you can add some whipped cream on top and a little sprinkle of like cocoa powder or sprinkles, whatever you want to put on top. But for anyone tuning in that can't get their hands on coffee ice cream, vanilla ice cream is amazing as well. You just might need a little bit more coffee just to give it that extra zing. So Terry, when you say a shot of espresso, is that a measurement or is that just you're just dumping some coffee on there? Well, there's all different ways to do it, Kim. As you know, I've got Delilah, so when I press the button on her, she does a measured shot. And if you make coffee out of the kettle with instant coffee at home, which is perfectly fine, you might want to just put however much you would put in your coffee, take away your milk. So however much coffee with water you are putting, that can be your shot. And everyone's going to find a different measurement too, by the way, when you add the ice cream, if you want to put in some milk, if you want to put some whipped cream, you're going to find your own special combination with coffee ice cream or vanilla ice cream. And for anyone out there in mocha land, they might want to put some chocolate ice cream. That would be a thing as well. But you make it how you like it. The first time you make it, it might taste like crap. So then you've got to scrap it and start again and do it completely different. And there are recipes online. You can look up affogato in all the places, but just have a go. That's what I did. I did not look up a recipe when I first made it. I'd heard of the concept and I went, I got some coffee ice cream, I'll put a shot on top and I like the extra milk. This will be brilliant. So make it however you want, Kim. I love it, Carrie. Well, thank you for sharing your favorite in the business finance bean world, which is the spreadsheets. And thank you for sharing your affogato favorite in the coffee bean barter world, Carrie. Oh, Kim, this has been brilliant for me. All my favorites at the at the table here together. I love it. This has been great. Thank you, Carrie. I will see you next week. Thank you for joining us in the Virtual Cafe studio for this convo about business finances. This production is brought to you by the money barista, Kerry Zarb. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we encourage you to leave a rating or personal review. Until next time, happy biz beans to you. No beans were harmed during the production of this podcast. Information contained in this podcast should be taken as general advice only and your personal circumstances have not been taken into account. It is recommended that you seek financial advice from a professional who is licensed to do so. If you choose to act upon the general advice shared, you do so at your own risk.